Denver, the mile high city. I finally had moved here to Denver and I was so excited about it. It was much bigger than Colorado Springs and Denver was a city that I had always liked. Every time I'd come to Colorado, uh, Denver was always my favorite city in the state. My friends in Colorado Springs were, they weren't really excited that I'd moved to Denver. There was kind of this rivalry between Denver and Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs was always looked down upon as Denver's stepchild. I didn't really think that way, but that's the way a lot of people thought. At any rate, I needed to get a job. And, you know, for me, and I think for a lot of people, I'm just saying that, I'm assuming people go through this. Money for me was feast or famine. I either had a lot of it or I didn't have any. I've been terrible about saving money, although I had saved some from the 80s, enough to kind of skate by with. But I didn't have a lot of money. I was really, 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 really in a hard time. So a girl that I knew from uh, back when I was in racing, Trisha, really beautiful woman that uh, we had kind of played around a little bit <laughs> uh, back in the day. And uh, we still kept in touch. And even though I'd come out, she was we still were good friends. Well, she worked for a catering company. She was like the manager of a catering company. So she told me, she's like, hey, I can get you a job, you know, setting up these like for conference lunches and dinners and stuff like that. You basically just go in and set up. You're not really a waiter. And I thought, well, that's that sounds pretty easy. And again, I'll I have really good work ethics. It's one of the things that my dad really installed in me was you know, having a good work ethic. I grew up on a farm, you had to work, and uh, he had done a good job with that. So I was willing to do anything to get by. I think it's a good trait to have, I guess. So I go to work for her. Uh, I was working like five days a week, and it wasn't a ton of money. It wasn't really a lot of hours because those things don't last very long. But basically my job was to go out and you set up all the plates glasses, iced tea, water, and salads. And that was it. Another crew brought out the meals. So this was probably my third or fourth day doing it. And there's, I don't know how many people were in this group, but I had this one table that I forgot to put the iced tea and water in. So they complained, you know, that they didn't have iced tea or water. So Trisha got me and she goes, well, you know, take them out iced tea and water. So I loaded up you know, a whole tray of water and iced tea. And I walk out there and I just remember when I walked out, I felt so small. It's all these business people. I don't know how many people there. It seemed like hundreds. It probably wasn't. And as I walked towards the table, right before the table, the tray that I'm carrying tips, all the water and iced tea goes onto the table into the salad bowls. It looked like it was in slow motion into the salad bowls and then onto some of the people and like people jumped up and screamed and you know the whole place just stopped because you know all the noise I was absolutely mortified I just tried to pick up everything and I you know did the best I could do Trisha comes running out to try to help me I thought for sure that well for one thing I'd get fired by her and two that these people are going to yell at me and she came out and she goes, look, you know, he's new at this. It's only the third time he's ever done it. And, you know, I go, I'm really sorry. And actually the table ends up like giving me a round of applause and being really nice. And it was just, 
it, but it was such an embarrassing experience. I never forgot that. But that was one job. I also was applying for other jobs. And that, you know, I knew I'd get something, but I wanted to stay within the animal industry. So I was applying at like pet stores and pet smarts, which were just starting then. Pet smart was just starting then. And I was really lucky at that point in Denver. Although my living situation wasn't great, I was basically living on a couch. Uh, my friend Tony, Big T, he lived up there, so it was great. I could hang out with him, and he was kind of teaching me the ropes. You know, he was like a mentor, a brother, and would end up being a huge part of my life. And then my friend Doug, he also was in Denver, and so I got to see him, which was great. And even though it was tough, I didn't have any money, I was really scraping by, I still was so excited to be there. Decisions, decisions, decisions. I found myself in 1993, in the fall, faced with making decisions. Would I stay in Colorado Springs or would I go? Again, kind of weird for me, I'd moved all over the place and I really was tired of it, but I also was still discovering who I was at this point in my life. I had developed really good friends in Colorado Springs, about 12 of them. I'd already lost two now to AIDS. Craig and Big Kyle. Big Kyle was little Kyle's um, boyfriend and he passed away when I was in Portland. I still have my dog Happy, my Dalmatian. He was about three years old now. And I was living with Jeff, but I could see that that was probably not gonna last too much longer. And I actually feel bad for him. Uh, he, he's a nice guy, but I was new to this, you know, and I, <clears throat> I still wanted to find out where I was at. So, in Christmas, around Christmas time, we had gotten into a fight about something. I don't remember what it was about. And then on, I believe it was, oh, it was New Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve, he worked at a hotel, a really famous hotel called the Broadmoor. He was a, like a head waiter there. And I uh, was trying to decide what to do for New Year's Eve. Of course, you know, I didn't want to stay home New Year's Eve. He was going to work. So I went with a group of friends up to this cabin uh, up in the mountains and uh, had a really good time, drank and partied and everything. And I made out with this guy when I was there. And of course I got back to him. So the next day I get back, uh, New Year's Day I get back, we get into a big fight over it. I packed up all my stuff. I didn't know what I was gonna do, honestly. I was so upset, I just wanted to get out. But I packed up all my stuff, it was snowing. I go get in my car, slam the door, yelled at him to slam the door of the house, go out to my car, went to start it, it wouldn't start. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I was just, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it wouldn't start. I called my, I, so now I had to go back into the house, which I just walked out of in, you know, after a fight. But luckily Jeff was a nice guy. I knocked on the door, he let me in, and he... I, I think I tried to get a hold of Paul to see if he would, you know, let me stay at his house, and I don't think that was going to work. And I just ended up staying overnight at Jeff's house. He let me stay on the couch with my dog. The next day, I had a guy come out and work on the car, and it was going to be really expensive. And I think I, you know, I was like, I don't have the money for this. I don't know what I'm going to do. 
I think I called my dad and asked him for money. Uh, I don't think I don't think he gave me money. Somehow I figured it out, and I didn't still didn't know where I was going to go. And Paul came up with this idea. There was a guy that the guy that he was dating lived in Denver. His name was Brian, and he lived right in Capitol Hill, which is where Big T lived. And Capitol Hill is kind of it was the gay area in Denver. So I thought, well, this will be great. You know, I can start my life over again. And I was sad about leaving my friends in Colorado Springs, but I knew that it wasn't that far away. I'd still keep in touch with them. So I got my stuff together. I drove up to Denver and I moved in with Brian. Well, there was one problem. I couldn't have Happy because Happy wasn't, he the apartment that he had didn't allow pets. So I said, you know, well, can I just, uh, you know, keep him there for a few days till I found a place? And find a job and he said no I, they just won't allow it so I had these good friends from the dog business from the greyhound business that were up in Loveland and I had left happy with them a few times when I had traveled before so I went up and said you know can you watch happy for it could be a few months before I can get a job and kind of get on my feet of course they were you know these are really nice people and they were happy to take him in but it broke my heart. I didn't want to leave him, but I did. And I moved into his apartment, Brian's apartment, and I started looking for a job. 